0: Assalamu alaikum and welcome to a new suhur bite. It is by now day three, day four of Ramadan. I don't know what day it is. Things go fast. Um, I have a new guest with me today for a new suhur bite. Uh, we have Noura Bayruti, a game developer. Noura.
1: salam Rami.
0: I'm so glad to have you here. You are a uh, you're a game developer, uh, uh, sort of new to the industry, not new to the indus- not new to making games,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah, I've been uh, working on a few personal projects for a while, uh, mainly with uh, my club at the university, but uh, I'm starting to make my foray into the industry, working with some companies and potentially maybe putting out games soon, although I'm not quite there yet. There's still right. a lot of dev work to be done.
0: Right. Yeah, it is, it is a lot of work. Personal games, any, any projects that you care to mention?
1: Um, nothing that's uh nothing that's out right now. I mean, like I have an H I O page, um, uh, but it's like all of the the stuff that I started working, like my first game ever, and things like that. Um, which what? people are free to play, honestly, but uh, I I don't think they'll see anything majorly impressive yet.
0: What What was your first game?
1: It was an RPG called Sticks and Stones. Um, it was. The idea was it was supposed to be like this uh, morally ambiguous, explorative game that was supposed to make the player really think about their choices. Um, And so during the day, you would talk to all of these NPCs, and it's like a a regular day. It's set during the college era. uh, Go figure. Um, Mm -hmm. And then at night, you would enter this dream world where you would face the same issues and the same people that you face during the day except now they all look like monsters manifestations of uh, mental illness that you as a player character have.
0: Mm. Um, so you went pretty hardcore on your first game yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. uh the yeah, execution uh, was a little a little iffy uh, considering it was my first game and I didn't know what it was. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm actually I'm I'm reworking it right now because now I know a little more about systems design I little I know a little more about nailing down the core game loop and things like that and I was working with a team of students at the time and they all put in a lot of really hard work and I didn't enjoy feeling like that went to waste because I couldn't deliver on right. the scope so I'm reworking right. some of the systems just to hopefully put their work in a better light when i re-upload it to itch
0: amazing yeah no i remember my first game uh, my first bigger game had like 16 player multiplayer and like real water physics and this was like (laughs) 1998 so that also never happened Uh, because i just I, i didn't know how to do it um but you know it's it's good to dream big and i i always feel like those first projects, they either become something that you can work towards or they become something that you can look back on and then go,
1: yeah, eh. Yeah. Actually, the idea was good. It, it's it's really cool. The uh, ab- um, cool thing about that is uh, I was recently at the Game Developers Conference and mm-hmm. there was this uh, indie salon event that was like one of those spinoff events that's not officially GDC, but a lot of people from GDC will go to. And I had the opportunity to give, like, a a 10-minute talk um, where a lot of people would plug their games, but I spent the time talking about, like, don't run from your past. It took me two years to go back and confront this first game that I ever made, but this is how much I've learned from it, and that's really reassuring, just that progress.
0: And it's nice because you'll have the opportunity to keep – you know reassessing yourself against it for very long i still i still do it with my first game where i'm like wow i've come really far but i now also do it with super grade box which was my first commercial game and it's just good to keep reevaluating where you are because otherwise you lose that sense of um you lose that sense of momentum and gratefulness you know if everything just yeah. feels natural
1: absolutely yeah it's also you, you get to a point if you're not looking back at your past projects you get to a point where you get scared to look at anything that you have stopped working on just from that sheer, the, that feeling of of dread of, oh, right. God, I worked on this so long ago. What is it? Right. How bad is it going to be when I open these code files again?
0: Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, speaking of looking at the past, I, I understand that... Um, that you moved to the United States a while ago?
1: Yeah, so this is my I'm coming up on the end of three years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And b- before there, where were you? Just sort of all over the, the region? or?
1: Um. So most of the time I was uh, in Saudi Arabia. Uh, I was living right. with my family because uh, I came to the U.S. to study. And uh, we spent a lot of time in Saudi Arabia, a little bit of time in Dubai um mm-hmm. a little bit of time in london but that was when i was really young so i don't remember that very right.
0: much yeah just sort of hopping around yeah that that's not like a story and and you've been in the us now how's how's that been
1: honestly it's i like it it's not bad but it's definitely very very different to the <laughs> there's a huge culture shock when i first got here uh and in some cases I'm still getting over that culture shock whenever something I haven't dealt with before comes up. Right. Yeah. Ramadan is the... one of Those things. <laughs> yeah.
0: I was about to say, it must be very interesting. Uh, I mean, how do you remember your first Ramadan there or, or any notable like things you noticed?
1: So one thing that I noticed that isn't specific to Ramadan that I noticed around that time was, there are very few people who will be interested in learning things if they don't have a personal stake in it mm-hmm. um so like i i would say things like yeah i'm fasting i can't do this uh so on and so forth and then you know people would never ask more about it and that used to bother me but then i realized i can't really blame people for that um so this year, one thing that I'm doing is I, uh, I'm trying to get my friends a little more involved so that they can maybe learn a little bit more about Ramadan and about like what it means to me because it's very personal. I love this time of year. Yeah. Um, actually, I sent them... Uh, you made a, a thread of tweets about what Ramadan is for non-Muslims. I sent them that as a reference. They all found it very useful.
0: Yeah, it's one of those threats that I learn to write better and better every year as I do it, because you just realize that a, a lot of terminology, like we have a lot of jargon in Islam. You know, you go like, yeah, so we we fast from uh, suhoor, which is at Fagr, <laughs> until iftar, which is at maghrib, <laughs> and people are just looking at you like, uh, what 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 are these words? So you get better at sort of like. You know, explaining halal and uh, explaining Eid and explaining Ramadan and uh, you know the the pillars and all of that. Uh, so I'm glad it's useful. It's taken half a decade to get it right. So,
1: yeah. Honestly, I think it's very cool that you put out resources like this just to help not only the the Muslim community but other people as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's a. I got fortunate that I have this platform, right? But it's in the end, everybody is pushing a little bit towards just understanding. Like, you tell me about how that's going with your friends. Like,
1: um, so past like the first year that I was here, we didn't really do much. Um, it was also hard to do things because at the time I was still figuring out how to buy groceries for myself in an appropriate <laughs> amount. <laughs> um, but last year i started uh getting a little more a, a little more involved with it so i would invite people over for iftar um if if anybody happened to be awake in the wee hours of the morning um maybe we'd like have a little bit of a chat um right and my friends have been very supportive i i really appreciate that like i mentioned a lot of my friends are are non-muslim so seeing them being open-minded and, you know, some of them wanting to learn more when they see that this is something that means a lot to me is very encouraging. Um, one of my friends, she, um, she, oh my, I, I love her, she sat and listened to me talk, like, about my entire life story regarding Ramadan and the family memories that I have. And you know the the great feeling of those communal meals and staying mm-hmm. up. And when I was younger, my dad would tell me, I did, me and my siblings, he would get us all together before Fajr, and he would tell us stories from the Quran um, in a way that you know children could understand because the Quran right. is quite difficult. I still think that to this day.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a it's a, co- a complex text, right?
1: Yeah. Um, and so she listened to all of these things, and she liked there was one thing she latched onto that I didn't expect, and it was the the Ramadan tablecloth so right. <laughs> <laughs> in my family um we we don't we don't usually go all out with decorations or things like that, but we do like to to have you know, some visual indication that it's a Ramadan. It makes the, the home feel a little homier. Um, yeah. And one of these things is we have one of, we have a red tablecloth with like crescent moon patterns on it in blue and green. Like, you mm-hmm. know, like a, a Ramadan tablecloth. Yeah, buy. yeah, exactly. And um, we would we would just put it out. And that's where we would put the food for iftar. And I mentioned this thinking like, oh, this is such a tiny detail in, in the whole story. And like a week or week and a half later, this friend, she comes back and she gives me a bag. And I, I don't really know what this is. I, I She and I are kind of doing this thing called gift fair, where it's like warfare, but gifts. She, right. We, we will just buy each other things until one of us gives up right (laughs) and um so she had given me that as part of it and i i didn't know what it was i open it and it is a red tablecloth right not at all the same shade of red no crescent moons no ramadan pattern on it but it was a red tablecloth and just that attention to detail and like the intention because she got it for me specifically saying right I hope this brings back a piece of home for you while you're here. Yeah, it was the so sweetest lovely. thing.
0: It is now, it is a Ramadan tablecloth, moons or not, right? It,
1: exactly. I bring it out specifically it for iflan. For
0: Amazing. You know what? Thank you so much for sharing this story. Uh, that's super wonderful. Is there anywhere where people, if they want to follow you, where they can follow you online, Twitter, I don't know, where, wherever you are online?
1: uh yeah um, they can follow me on twitter um at kicker kitten that's like kick e r kitten weird backstory to that um <laughs> and then uh, my itch.io is also the same uh if people want to follow me on there, but any interesting deaf stuff I'm working on I'll probably post on twitter
0: awesome you know thank you so much and uh for now to all the listeners salam
1: salam.